Andrell's podcast, where the help comes from self and from community, where we engage in communication to better understand ourselves and the community at large. Join in on the conversation. Welcome back to Andrell's podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on this fine day and giving me a few minutes of your time to uh, check in on my latest contribution. Thank you so much to everyone who um, has listened and done so regularly. And welcome to anybody new. I'm excited to have you join on board and partake in these um, conversations on making life better for yourself by coming or getting to know your why, your purpose, your value, your worth, because I believe you are all full of purpose and very valuable. And that's my intention on Andrell's podcast. Granted, I have to admit the title of my podcast is not necessarily that of evident and apparent, um, but just an FYI, expect to hear a campaign coming across your way soon on um, revisiting and re- relaunching the po- this podcast. But until then, I will not allow the title of the podcast to slow me down and um, take me from these moments that I can share with you. And so... It's Andrell's podcast until further further notice. Um, But all jokes aside, I am just curious to know how everybody is doing still as we are in the month of January with any resolution and and, uh, goals that you may have set before you. How do you find yourself holding on to these goals? Do you find that you are maintaining a level of your momentum? January is amazing for that. I believe like the beginning of the year, January, and it could still ride into February, oftentimes we are inspired and motivated and determined, right? It's a beginning. It feels like a fresh start. And we all create these goals and plans. And, you know, we have that stamina to be able to see it through the month, you know, so I don't know if anybody's, you know, plan to increase their working out and self-care regime or, you know, eating healthier or spending more time with family. I don't know what the plan is, which whatever it is, I want to encourage you to keep it up. I want to encourage you to figure out the things that allow you to stay encouraged and motivated and to maybe create some muscle memory so that as March and April and all those later months roll around that you can remember those goals. So, you know, um, I thought in the month of January, because there's so much focus on resolutions and goal setting that I would kind of touch on this topic today. Um, you know, I, I have set some goals for myself. So you are not alone if you are that person. I have set some goals. And I think I typically set goals for myself throughout the year. But January, you know, typically, you know, it's 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 been set up that way for us, right? January is that time where we really sometimes take a bit more time to actually um, craft out a strategy or a plan. And we actually try to create steps to get there. Whereas, you know, throughout the year, you may say, oh, yeah, I want to do this more. And, you know, we just don't make the time. So for myself, I have set some goals. And I found that I was reflecting a lot on 
the things that I've set before me and, you know, in terms of the steps I needed to take and also considering the ultimate vision. And today what I wanted to talk about was vision versus goals. So let me start off by maybe sharing a bit of um, some lived experience that I've gone through. Um, in 2008, I graduated from my um, graduate degree. Um, I completed a Master's of Divinity in Marriage and Family Therapy. Um, it had been an amazing ride. And when I say amazing ride, I think when I had come to terms with what it is I wanted to focus on, I was able to really um, chart a course and really set myself up to be able to get in there, complete the degree and move on. And, you know, I'm going to give you some backdrop. So I was coming from a place where I had um, started my college um, degree back in Montreal, Canada, um, doing mechanical engineering. I moved from there into social sciences, and then I got into university, did some business administration, moved on to photography. I, I mean, I've done a number, a series of programs and had difficulty making a decision on what it was I wanted to do. So by the time I had reached the conclusion that my passion was to encourage and help others and to be that support in, in, you know, in essence that could listen to others and help them maybe reconsider what they were dealing with, I had reached this point where I was determined to get into this degree and complete it and move on. So I ended up completing not just my master's degree um, in marriage and family therapy, but I also got a bachelor's of religious education and a certificate or diploma in social services. So I did a whole lot. And I believe all this happened within a span of, I want to say just under five years. So I was determined. So you can imagine by the time I was about to be done, I was ready to be done. I don't know if anybody, I don't know if you can relate if you've completed any, you know, education post high school, that whole, you know, once you know what you've decided you want to do, you kind of want to see it through and move through. You're not living in the moment necessarily. Um, you are as much as you can, you know, you do your exams and your papers, but there's this kind of, I don't know, for me, there was this urgency of needing to get to the other end. Maybe it was about really seeing it come to pass, seeing it through, um, completing the task before me I'm not sure but I was ready so come 2008 the year was feeling long and I was ready I was at my ends rope I had written so many papers I just didn't think I could string up any more words at, for any more papers that were being requested of me and I just remember I kept reiterating the phrase 0408 what that meant was in April of 2008 I was going to be finishing this program and I was going to be able to move on to the next stage of my life what was the next stage the next stage for me was really about getting field experience. At the time I was living in Toronto and um, counseling is still, was still relatively a new um, new domain and so it wasn't necessarily registered or regulated yet and um, I knew it would take a bit of time for me to get the, the direct face-to-face um, -face hours that I was looking to get and experience and you know as I said I was rushed and ready to be on the other end. So my thinking at the time was if I could get a position working somewhere in the States where there is a huge need, there's a deficit in certain areas and I could use my skills, they would 
the needed professionals in my field and I could serve and I could also get my face-to-face hours, that would be the ultimate perfect scenario. So here I am trying to complete my graduate degree, focusing on trying to find an employment um, somewhere in the States that could potentially allow me to use my skills and therefore get my hours to get licensed more rapidly. So the focus was there. I got the, I was putting out applications and responding to, to things, doing my research on my, on the visa necessary to get through and did the due diligence, did it all. And lo and behold, by October of 2008, an opportunity presented itself and I'm moving to Boston because I now have this position where I'm able to do in-home therapy with families using my skills and making a difference. How amazing is that? It was amazing. I was so excited. I remember just getting out there and really one, trying to grasp a new culture, trying to understand how to apply the skills I had and how to assess things. It was just phenomenal. It was great. I would say it was great for the first year and a half. What happened was I had created a vision while I was doing my graduate degree that went up to the point of me finding employment that would allow me to get the hours necessary for licensure to become a licensed marriage and family therapist. But I had not taken the time to go beyond that once I had reached that point to explore and determine what the vision would continue, would, how it would grow from that point on. So a year and a half later, I'm doing this work that can be very demanding and draining um, in a city that I didn't necessarily have the same support system that I did as back home in Toronto or Montreal and feeling depleted with no vision. Can you, can you imagine? I had no sense of when I get through here, I'm trying to move in this direction. I hadn't created, I hadn't laid anything out. And I don't, you know, again, I'm going to speak from my perspective. What I found found myself um, falling trapped to or falling prey to was the whole idea that the deeper and deeper you got into it, the less time you had for yourself to even really sit down and reflect and kind of make an assessment of your situation and what was the ideal um what were the ideal steps to take to actually make a shift? So the vision was short, was too short lived in the sense that I didn't give it the space to evolve and grow. I didn't give it the attention it needed so that I could even consider and create a plan. So what ended up happening is I, I, I almost burned myself out and by um, my boyfriend, now husband at the time, um, nudged me and told me I needed to step away, go back home to Toronto and reconsider so I could reconnect with myself. Because in that moment, I had lost myself. Not only did I no longer have a vision, but I lost myself because I had nothing that I was tied to that was pulling me to a greater mission or purpose. Such an eye-opener for me. The importance and the necessity of having a vision. There's a scripture in Proverbs that says that people perish for lack of vision. And 
you know, I, you can see it manifests, you know, you watch a movie and you see how maybe a group of people start, um, disintegrating because there's no common goal, keeping them together that they're working towards. And they, they start infighting and there's, there's internal battles that start to arise because we don't have clarity on what we are targeting and moving toward. So internally for myself, I started having a lot of turmoil because, you know, here I was, I completed this degree, I'm qualified, I have these skills, and yet I'm still still feeling unfulfilled, not getting a clear sense of direction and just taking what comes next, as opposed to really intentionally thinking of the next step and being intentional about what I was doing. And so I bring this story to you to really reflect on the whole concept of vision and a goal. And as you prepare and 2020, yes, we are at week three, and it's never too late to start any goal setting, any vision casting. I want to encourage you to be certain or to be mindful of the vision and the goals that you have before you. Are you mistaken in goals for visions? Have you really truly cast a vision? You know, I was thinking of this before you know, coming on the podcast and the thought that kept coming through my mind was to chart your course and, um, charting your course is, you know, speaks to, um, looking on a map and determining the, des- the desired destination and creating a roadmap. Um, typically this is a Navy or uh, Naval expression. You know, you're on a boat and you, you chart the direction your boat will take in order to get to the desired coordinates. And so, if you were to use this as a metaphor, your goals are the points along the way to the desired coordinates. So if you have a series of goals before you without having a clear sense of a destination, you may be working yourself to a place of discouragement because there's no clear end, no desired results other than maybe the immediate um results of a goal because the idea of the goals are to string them along to a bigger purpose. This past weekend, we just celebrated Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. Um, You know, such a powerful um, leader that this world has ever come to know. Oftentimes people ask me who is my, who is the the person in the, in history I would want to meet. He is that person. Um, the, the power of the vision he had, the, the vision he casted that was meant for a certain time to address an issue of injustice for the African Americans, um, that over time has evolved and touched so many different worlds, so many different communities, so different, so many different cultures. It became a, a, a seed that would generate fruit or, 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 or basically create fruit in the spirits and in the minds of others to consider injustice and equality in a completely different way. His vision was beyond himself. It involved numerous goals, numerous steps, but it was a vision that maybe at one point started simply from wanting fair fair treatment and equality in their community and in the world and eventually it grew to touch and and become the mantra or the standard 
for injustice all over the world. So powerful. I bring him up because I think sometimes when we consider a vision, it feels so overwhelming that maybe we choose to step back and just consider goals as opposed to a vision. Because a vision may feel like that's a dream that'll never happen. That's, you know, beyond my scope. So why should I do that? Why should I even go there? And I want to tell you tonight that I do believe that it is absolutely within your scope. Because just like Martin Luther King Jr. set the, he he charted the course towards that vision. He may not be with us today to actually see it come to pass, but he started it and other people have picked up on the vision and continued it on even in his absence. That is the power of a vision that you have the capability to create. It may not be for yourself, it may be for your family, it may be for your kids. Who knows what that vision is and you yourself may know it. You know, you you know it, not even may, you know it. You know that thing that you desire, that you dare to dream, that you may not even utter or speak, but it's that thing that you are hoping for against all odds. If you could write that vision down, what do you think would happen? Do you think your goals, your mindset would shift? Do you think your thought process in the the choices you make on a day-to-day may be influenced by that vision that you're moving towards? You know, a lot of times the goals we set in January, we have this idea that it's going to be a one-year thing and it's going to be done within one year. Some visions take beyond one year and some visions have many parts involved. And each year you would set new steps in place to get you closer to it. But the value of having a vision is crucial to ensure that you don't start experiencing discouragement and feel like you are aimlessly moving on the next hot thing. You know, the next thing that is being discussed and is cool, sounds cool, so you're just going to hop on it. There is a feeling of discouragement that comes from not having a clear um, intention or a clear destination in mind. So the idea of setting a vision is meant to really help us kind of manage those scenarios so you don't end up in a situation where you feel like it's the same thing day in and day out. When you know that that thing that you're doing, that you're excelling in, is feeding into something larger, there's a level of motivation and inspiration that comes from that. Are you feeling discouraged right now? Do you feel like you're just in a rut? Do you maybe need to consider why you're doing what you're doing and how it plays out in the bigger, in the grander scheme of things? You know, the determ- the, the destination being set is crucial because we need to have something to look towards. When you think of vision, um, 2020, you know, I like saying it because, you know, 2020, the year 2020, we're going to have vision like 2020. I did a bit of uh, digging into 2020 and where it comes from. And it actually refers to the idea of being able to the clarity with which you see an object 20 feet from where you are. I found it interesting because when you think of Vision 2020, it's a very um, concrete and tangible idea to consider. 
this idea of vision and create and casting a vision feels very abstract. And it, while there are concrete steps that you may take towards it, it feels a little less tangible. And here we are talking about vision that is 2020. That speaks to a level of clarity of a point that is 20 feet ahead of you. So how much more in the concrete, if in the tangible, my eyesight determines how far I can see, how important would it be for you in the abstract or in the spiritual for you to set a, a vision that you can set sights on and walk towards and stay inspired and motivated to do? So there are three things I want to maybe share with you to consider as you, as you think of um, casting a vision for 2020. I want to encourage you to write it. There's power in writing it. And, you know, if you're not a writer, fine. Record yourself saying it. Speak it into something that you can hear yourself. Repeat it. Um, film yourself. Whatever it is you need to do. But write it out. And when I say write it out, it means put it out there beyond outside of your mind. Putting it onto paper brings it that much more closer to reality and to fruition. When it's in your head, it's simply a dream. But once you start putting it out on paper, it becomes a plan. And yes, you know, they say make a plan and God laugh. And, and you know, it's not to say that your plans won't change, but it's the idea that you dare to believe that it could be and you are going to work or you're going to do something about that thing that was deposited in you. I always say it and I'm going to keep reiterating it. I do not believe that any idea or passion that you have was given to you to torture you. In that, I don't think that you would have been inspired to think a certain way, to dream about a certain thing, all to be have it swiped away and be, for you to be told that you cannot do it. Yes, if you can think it, you can achieve it. It sounds corny, but if it was put in you, it was put in you for a reason. It, who knows how it will play itself out, but there's nothing that is created from within you, from your creative powers that is in you for, for no reason. So I want you to write it out. Write it out, speak it out, film it, record it, do whatever you need to do, but put it out of your mind and put it into something that is tangible that you can go back to and revisit. The next thing is revisit it. Use it as your point of reference. So once you have that tangible thing, when things start to get chaotic, because I promise you they will, they always do. Life gets complicated and it's so easy to get distracted, to, to lose sight of where you're trying to get to. But when you have it written down, when you, when you can record it and listen to that voice, voice memo that you made for yourself, you can be reminded of why it is you are enduring what you are enduring in that moment. So I want you to revisit the vision that you have cast. And also think of it, if you were charting your course, if you were on a boat or on a plane and you set your, your vehicle towards a destination, you would go back and revisit it to make sure that you are still on track. You can only do that if you go back and make sure that you are still on the plan or on the trajectory that was before you. Revisiting is crucial. Not only does it give you staying power, but it ensures that you are still headed in the right direction. And then lastly, as you are doing and moving closer to this vision, I want you to expand it. That was my big mistake. 
I did not expand my vision beyond getting into a position that would allow me to build my face-to-face hours and getting my licensure. I did not create a next wave. I didn't expand that circle to go further. Your dreams are, or your visions, I'm sorry, are bigger than you. I always hear people say, if you have a vision that you can do on your own, you're thinking way too small. So if you have a vision that you feel, oh, I've reached it, I'm at the mountaintop, I promise you, you are probably not at the mountaintop and you have more in you yet that you can give. Expand the vision. That's the beauty of vision as well. Because, you know, what you think you saw 40 feet away, once you get closer, it starts looking different and it's a little clearer, right? You know, it's a li- it makes a little more sense. So if you can be constantly keeping the vision in front of you, revisiting it for clarity, it allows you to expand it and get closer to the purpose that you are set for. And purpose is... They, they shift according to the season of life you're in. So you want to be sure that within the season and the moment that you are, that you are functioning within your purpose. So expanding it by considering what you've learned, by considering the new facts that you have before you, the resources you have around yourself to either grow it, to, to maybe um, pass it on to someone else, who is where you may have been at one time, expand the vision. Don't get caught up on goals. Don't get stuck in goals without a clear sense of where they are taking you. Your goals will support your vision. And if you cast a vision, the goals become a lot more clear of what you need to do to get closer to it. So I really want to um, share this so that you don't get caught up and lost in the mix of things to do without a clear sense of the reason why you are doing it and the vision for which the goals are serving. So that's my thought in, tw- in, in January of 2020. Consider the vision. And I don't care if you're listening to this in February, March, April, May, or June. Whenever it is that you are deciding to make the take the first step cast the vision chart your course expand it so that it will continue to grow along with you i'm excited to hear about what you guys have planned i'm excited for for myself i mean i and guys i know it ain't going to be easy i know it's worth it so i'm excited for you i'm excited for me and i know This year is going to be a year that will surprise so many of us. So let's go ahead and write those visions out. Write those dreams out. Write the desires of your heart out. And let's, let's take the little steps closer towards those, knowing that those visions and those desires weren't given to you for nothing. And that those desires and those visions, not only will they serve you, but they will also bless and serve so many others around you. So that's today. Visions versus goals. Which one are you working on? Let's get on the visions. Guys, it's always nice talking to you guys. 
I want to encourage you guys. I typically don't ask this, but I'm going to invite you guys to um, check me out on Instagram. If you're not following me, go ahead and follow me. My tag is Charles. Um, I'm always sharing inspirational quotes. And I'd love to continue just engaging with you guys. So go ahead and find me there. I'm on Facebook as well. I want to hear from you guys and subscribe to this podcast. I'm excited for 2020. The vision is big, but I know I have a community that'll help me get there. Excited. Talk to you guys soon. Love you guys. Bye.